Yo, we here, new episode, we live, let's get into it. 29, caught on 35, shut a click, lock, reload and slide, watch me beaming now a hundred times, play your favorite song a hundred times, we could leave LA and start again. Fuck the beamers in the sunset Watch me screaming out a hundred times Play your favorite back a hundred times Watch me leaving, I can't speak too much Hush me, baby, I'm a mess It still means something to me It still means something to me Yo, I'm starting with this. I found this on Apple Music just randomly. And like, it's like in the vibe of songs that I like to listen to, like chill songs. I, you know, I'm not listening to like hardcore stuff all the time, but yeah, it's a pretty smooth song. Let's listen. Hey, home. I'm always thinking about you. You were kicking up sand clouds, holding your heels. Haven't been like that since God knows when. Watch me say your name a hundred times. Watch me scream your name a hundred times. We don't have to say goodbye right now. Don't overthink on it. sensitive or emotional or something like that i don't know but like i would play this song if me and my girl got in an argument in the house and i would like make her slow dance with me to this song like i feel like quote unquote it's like a cute song it evokes a lot of feelings and like you could just stare in somebody's eyes and like play this song i don't know I, like i read it like a wedding recap video like you know when my wife walking down the aisle, if I ever get one, you know, I would definitely play this song. This would definitely um, a lot be the vibes. Are like what we have is because it's like us too. I feel like I've learned the most about 
how to be a friend to people from you. Just from the way you've been a friend to me. I think I've learned how to give people space to just do what they need to do. Yeah, <clears throat> like I said, I don't, I just was like randomly scrolling through um, Apple Music. Like I was trying to find like a chill playlist. I feel like Spotify is better for like discovering music. I don't think Apple Music does a good job. Like all of the R&B, hip hop, alternative and rock playlists all have the same songs on them. Every single rap, hip hop R&B playlist has the same exact songs on them in different order or like just older songs or whatever. But I go on Spotify and I can like discover like new vibes, new feelings, new like worlds of music and things like that. It's like better. But I've just seen it. I picked this. I picked the album based on the cover. I was like, this looks like a cool cover. Like. I think it was like alternative or something. I was like, this looks like it's going to be good. First song, I fell in love with it, bro. But I digress um, right into the second song. Let's go. This is a little more hype. I heard this song in a movie, and I forgot this song existed. I'm not going to lie to you. I put this song in my top 10 sonically sounding songs. I guess like like a masterpiece, bro. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Let's go. Yeah. Bon, give me up some of that thug. Yeah. That's like that. Hit him in the chest with it. One time. One time again in the head. The buddy roll, y'all. Check it out. Could it be my baggy jeans or my gold teeth that make me different from y'all? <laughs> Ain't tripping, dog, but listen, dog. I was raised little different, y'all. Doing my thing, using my ghetto slang, and I'm representing thugs. Yeah. She's who I roll with, watch them niggas that gon' love this. Niggas who I don't bun on the run, they got 10 years on the road. I ain't gonna lie, I grew up in Florida. I remember, like, we'd go to PE. Like, we'd just sing the, the choir part, like, while we on the playground type vibes. Like, I don't know, it was weird, like, hearing someone back in the day, like, it was definitely a vibe, I guess, because we thought it was, like, kids in the choir or whatever, and, you know, Trick Daddy from Florida, so it was just a, I guess it's just a Florida thing, but this is definitely going in my workout playlist, definitely. Check it out. See, I'm so tight. tight. Niggas be like, that nigga got so many holes. Uh -huh. And I know he got clout. Look in his mouth. That nigga got so many goals. So many goals. Tell him they hoes. Oh. It's something up with that nigga. Bitch, uh -huh. I've been watching you watching him. 
I didn't even know they used the word clout back then. He just said he got so much clout. I didn't even know. I mean, I knew it was a word, but I didn't know like it was a word that they used to describe like popularity. Learn something new. Since y'all niggas wanna smoke blunts, coke guns, I'ma show you how to thug it, dog. And then I have a pill and some stuff here, and I'm like, fuck it, dog. Don't get my ecstasy, got the best of me, and none of you niggas ain't stressing me. I got one request in this bitch, and you can have the rest of this shit. If a nigga drop some shit, it's whack as hell and don't make no damn sense. Take it back, talk about it, and tell your dog don't even buy that shit. I ain't gonna lie, when I purchase a house, I'm cooking on a grill. This definitely. I'm putting on a scent. I'm putting on the uncle cooking on the grill sandals. I'm getting all the grill supplies, even if I don't need them. I'm prepping the day before type vibes. Like I'm up early in the morning cleaning the grill, making sure the meat marinated or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'ma have a surround sound in the house. The Bose Atmos system up in the house, outside back patio. This is definitely. One of them songs. We're gonna end off strong now. Oh, go, go. This is the life of me. Baby, cause I'm a thug. I'll be anything. Baby, cause I'm a thug. Wouldn't change forever. Uh, cause I'm a thug. That's right, you Baby, cause I'm a thug. Uh, 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 yeah. Check it out. Yeah, um, I was watching, I don't know what made me want to watch the movie, but I was watching a Disney movie, Safety, about the dude that went to Clemson or whatever, and I heard this song on there, and I was like, what, bro, I forgot that song existed. I honestly did. It was definitely a vibe that actually gave me joy in the moment. I've actually been down a little bit lately. But you know, everything happened for a reason. I didn't feel like that in the moment. Long story short, some people may know I got COVID COVID recently, and I'm not even gonna hold you. I was terrified, bro. I was terrified. First time I got COVID, didn't feel a thing. Like, I knew I had COVID because I know when something's wrong with me. Like, I just felt sick. I felt sick for one day. Literally felt sick for one day. After that, okay, I got COVID. Like, I knew it existed. I knew it was real. I was always afraid to get it. Like, I've been, like, super, 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 like, extra careful. Um, Like, especially, like, I'm in a crowded grocery store or whatever. I'm definitely wearing two masks. I'm not being dumb. Like, I got asthma. So, I'm, like, trying to protect myself, of course. I mean, I live alone, so I don't really have, like, any at-risk people that live with me besides me having asthma or whatever. 
I have no clue where I got it from. Like, I don't go anywhere. I don't hang out with people. I don't go to clubs or anything like that. I just be chilling at home, vibing. Like, I went to, um, I went to, like, a festival, like, two and a half weeks ago. Got a funnel cake. Talked with a friend. Caught up for a while. We hadn't seen each other in a minute. And that person had just been going through some stuff or whatever. You know, we always, we just click, like, we just click, like, we cannot talk for however long we just click. But anyway, I didn't wear a mask because it was outside and it wasn't that many people at the festival, honestly. It's usually a couple thousand people at that festival, but like this time, it was not that many people. And all I did was go get a funnel cake, talk with a friend, we, were, we wasn't in each other's faces, um, watch, like, Watch one of my high school friends perform on stage. Um, shout out Margaret Haney. I didn't even know she was a country singer now, but shout out to her. Um, and then I just dip. I don't eat inside of restaurants or anything like that. So I didn't have a fever, but I knew I went out to eat. Uh, I went out to eat with the friend. I always sit outside. We were sitting outside and I got a drink. And for some reason, like, I just felt sick drinking the drink. Like, it was just water, bro. Like, I just felt sick. Good thing I was outside, though. Like, I just felt sick. Like, I was like, bro, I feel like I got the flu or something. Like, I honestly felt bad and I knew it. Couple days progressed. Um, actually, no, a day goes by. I have a dream. I can't taste or smell anything. I didn't pay attention to me feeling sick, drinking water or whatever. I didn't think COVID. I didn't think that. But next night, I had a dream. I couldn't taste or smell anything. Hopped out of my sleep. I was like, yo, let me schedule an appointment at CVS to get a rapid test. Um... Usually there's no appointment same day. Like you can't schedule on the same day and get in or day before. It got to be like two days in advance because they'd be like packed with testing. Some way, somehow I get off work at five. They had a test. They had a test slot time for six o'clock. I get in. I'm like, yes, get in, drive there. I'm thinking, like, I know I'm going to be positive. Like, I know I'm going to be COVID positive. Like, I already knew I was going to be COVID positive. Like, that wasn't even a question. I was like, I don't have the flu. Can't be. I'm not around people enough to get the flu. It's not, like, the flu don't really spread that easy, in my opinion. In my, I don't know. But I was like, yo, no way. I'm a, Me, I'm about to get the flu. So, test results came in. They text me. They're like... Use this link, sign in, get your test results. I was so hesitant for like hour and a half, two hours. I didn't even want to click on the link. I was like, I already know I have COVID, but once I click on this link and I see, I see like positive results, it's just going to make me feel, I don't know, like, It's just going to be a reality. Like right now, it's just speculation. But if I get this positive test result, it's going to be a a reality. I can live in speculation. Speculation land is fine. Like even when you know something in speculation land, 
it's not a hundred percent like it don't feel like real until it is real. And once you open the link, it's real at that point. It's not really anything you can do to take back your brain seeing you have positive test results. So I, I played a game. I paced around my house. Um, I didn't want to eat anything because I know sometimes if you eat, it makes you feel worse. So I didn't want to eat anything. I drank a lot of water. Um, I took a shower. Two hours go by. I was like, I have to know. Like, I have to know because um, I do things where I have to be around people, even though I wear two masks or whatever. Like, I have to know I can't show up at those places. Like, I can't be there because I'll just put people at risk. I'm not. I'm not I'm not I'm not that stupid. I'm not willing to do that risk someone's like life for me to be selfish or whatever. So I was like, I gotta know. Um open the test, man. Open the test. It took a while to load the page. If I bit my nails, I would definitely have been biting my nails at that point. And in big, bold, red Letters at the top. Red letters. I repeat. Red letters. It said positive. At that moment, bro. My phone don't have a case on it. I would have definitely dropped my phone if I wasn't thinking. Like, I started to freak out, bro. Because, like, I had been having, like, minor chest pain a little bit. Even though I said I have asthma, I've been having minor chest pain. I had been using my inhaler all week. I didn't think anything of it. I'm just thinking, like, yo, I just don't feel good. Like, it's nothing that deep because I'm not around people. But apparently the new variants are pretty contagious. They're pretty contagious. So, you know, yeah, I just blanked out. I freaked out. First thing I did, called both of my parents. I'm like, yo, I called my mom. No, I didn't. I called my mom. She didn't answer. Called my dad. I'm like, yo, got some bad news, man. Bad news. He's like, you got in a car accident? I'm like, no. Um, he said something else. Um, I'm like, man, I tested positive for COVID again. This time I can feel it. Meanwhile, he preparing on a trip to go to New York. So I already, I could hear it in his voice. Like, he could hear it in my voice that I was sad and starting to be terrified. And I can hear it in his voice, like, fatherly concern, like, dang, my son, like, meanwhile, he had COVID, and he didn't tell me he had COVID, because he knew I would have been, like, trying to, like, figure out a way to take care of him, make sure he was okay, but he didn't tell me till after his, like, serious symptoms left, like, a weekend, he told me, like, the second week he had COVID, I call him all the time, or whatever, um, so, yeah, I could hear the concern in his voice. His voice started to be shaking. I'm like, duh, I don't know what to do. Like, I didn't mean to get COVID again. Like, man, like, I'm I'm really messing up. Like, this is messing up a lot of stuff. 
because it really is messing up a lot of things. I had a lot of things lined up for the next three weeks. Like, I had a lot of things that I had to do that were important, you know. And he's like, you told your mom yet? I'm like, nope. Did not tell her yet. Um, he's like, well, hang up and tell her. And then call me back. Call him. I call my mom. Um, as soon as I heard my mom's voice. Yes. Yes, Freddie. Yes, Bam Bam. That's what she calls me. Bam Bam. Yes, Bam Bam. I'm like, Ma, I'm being serious. I got COVID again. And then, like, subconsciously, the chest pains just turn into COVID chest pains in my head. Now that I have COVID, I'm correlating the chest pains not with asthma anymore, but with COVID. So I got a chest pain in the moment. I'm like, Ma, I can feel it this time. It's serious. She's like, do you want me to come right now? I immediately, <laughs> when I tell you the waterworks started, the waterworks started, I immediately started crying in that moment when she's like, do you want me to come? I'm like, no, ma, you got to work. I can't do that. Like, that's going to be a lot of money for you to come up here, miss work, and try to take care of me. Then there's potential that you get COVID too. I don't want anyone in our family to get COVID. She's like, I'm going to come tonight. I'm like, no, don't come tonight. She's like, Freddie, you need to get an x-ray. She's like, how do you feel? You got asthma. Are you taking your vitamins? I was like, no, I ran out of vitamins like um, a month ago. I just stopped taking them. Because she knows how protective I am. Like, I was doing, like, my own little research or whatever. It was a study showing, like, like really, really severe patients. They would give them, like, direct vitamin D3, like, 10,000 UIs of it. Um, like, vitamin D3, like, IV tap drip to them. And it was, like, saving their lives. So I had been taking, like, 5,000 UIs of vitamin D a day. And, I mean, you need vitamin D. I'm black, so we have, like, vitamin D deficiency because our skin blocks that vitamin from coming in because our skin is tender or whatever. So I was just getting it. You know, you just need vitamins either way. And, I, and she knew how I was. She's like, yeah, you're slacking up. You're not wearing your two masks no more. You're not taking your vitamins or whatever. I'm like, yeah, and I'm crying. I'm like, Ma, I can feel it. Like, I'm not trying to die. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Like, I'm not trying to die. She's like, um, well, you need to go to urgent care to get some x-rays done. I'm like, bump that. Like, I need to go to the ER now. Like, I need to go now. She's like, go now then. She's, Meanwhile, I usually charge my phone throughout the day. My phone is usually on the charger while I'm at work. Like, it's usually on the charger. I do software for a dental company. So my phone is just at my desk on like I, I'm charging it But I didn't today My phone is on 25% when I leave the house To go to the hospital I'm driving to the hospital Like I'm like concerned I'm like yo Like is Like am I gonna make it Like is is this it Like am I checking myself Into the hospital Like a tube gonna go down my throat I'm thinking the worst Possible Outcomes Already 
Like, no cap, worst possible outcomes already. Get to the hospital, tell them, like, yo, I need to get seen. Um, I've been having chest pains, uh, sore throat. Um, you know, I had just got the test. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm COVID positive, but it was a rapid test or whatever. I was like, I need to be seen. You know what I'm saying? Um, she's like, okay, come right here. She's like, tell me your symptoms. When did they start? Blah, blah, blah. I'm telling her all of this. And she's like, go sit behind the white board on the other side of the other people. They have like a COVID section. It's isolated. You just sitting over there. And I was alone by myself. My phone is like on a low percentage. Me, actually, so one of my friends had called me when I was in the car right before I walked inside of the hospital. My friend, um, my friend Trish. And I'm just crying my eyes out like, I'm like, bro. I didn't mean to get COVID. Like, I'm scared. Because I really am scared in the moment. All of my, like, bodily symptoms I was having, I, like, associated them with having severe COVID. Like, so I'm freaking out. Like, I'm I'm scared. I didn't mean for this to happen again. Like, I can feel it because I really could feel it. But, like, I think I ate. um, What did I eat the night before? I don't know, whatever it was, gave me heartburn. So I couldn't even tell the difference between heartburn, because, you know, it like, is in your esophagus or whatever, and sometimes it, like, goes to your lungs sometimes. It's weird, but it does that. So I didn't even know if it was heartburn or, like, my chest was burning from, like, uh, what? ARDS, acute respiratory syndrome. So I didn't even know if like that was what was going on. So I'm just panicking. I'm on the phone with her, like, yo, I don't know if I'm gonna make it. Like this suck, bro. I was like, nobody seems to be concerned and it's crazy because if someone called me, I'd be like, yo, you need something, I'm sending you this, I'm sending you that. I t- I'm telling her, like, no one cares about me or whatever. And she's like, Mind you, I'm panicking. I'm being I'm over exaggerating. Like I'm I just hate hospitals. I honestly, I honestly hate hospitals from having asthma as a kid and going like being like held down by nurses to get like needles stuck in me for like treatment to open up my lungs and get like x-rays and things like that. And I wouldn't cooperate because it it was just scary. It just felt scary being in the hospital with a nightgown on as a kid. You know what I'm saying? All of these lights, it just was scary. So I'm just, like, I just have hospital trauma. So that's why I'm crying and over-exaggerating. Because, like, you see the news and you see all of this stuff, these tubes down these people's throats, and it's just like, that could happen. Like, you can be healthy and that could happen. It's like a 1% chance that that happened, but that 1% out of a billion is still a lot of human beings. It's still a lot of human beings that are healthy that have severe reactions from COVID. So that all of that's going through my mind. And like, she's like, you need something. I'll send you this. I'll send you that. Like, I'll get you groceries. I'll get you soup, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. First thing I say is no, I'm fine. 
Like I'm just I was just complaining About no one Offering it to me But then when she offers I'm like no I'm fine I don't know what I was thinking But I was like Scared to walk in the hospital So long story short I go sit on the other side Of the whiteboard I'm there I'm over here listening to William Murphy Marvin Sapp Like I'm getting my Holy Ghost on bro I was I was this close to being this close to to shouting on the COVID side of the hospital, bro. I'm like, I already beat COVID, like bump this, like, like I'm healed. And then the other side of me was like, man, listen to gospel music. I'm like, God, forgive me for my sins. Everything that I did, God, I didn't mean to break that girl heart in the third grade, man. Like, I started thinking about crazy stuff. Like, I remember one time I was uh, set the church on fire because I was trying to get myself a tattoo. I had lit a, a wooden pencil up, like the lead part in the wood with a with a match. I was hoping that it burned in my skin. And an adult walked back there, and I just threw it behind the refrigerator, and it caught fire. Like, I almost burnt down the church. I'm like, God, forgive me. Like, I'm thinking about all the crazy stuff I done did in the moment, like, Like, I need your forgiveness. Like, I didn't mean to do this stuff. Like, if you punishing me, like, forgive me. Like, give me a second chance. That song, give me one more chance. Give me one more chance. I'm thinking, like, bro, this cannot be it. Like, this can't be it, bro. I just turned 24. I just turned 24. This cannot be the end of me. Like, I, in no way, no how. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Like, I, I haven't got to experience a lot of things. Like, so then my, like, I start to feel it, too. I start to feel it in my chest. Like, just sitting there, you can't do anything but think. I just start to feel it. I just start to concentrate on that one thing. I just start to feel it, bro. And my dad called me. He's like, so where you at? Like, you good? I'm like, I'm at the hospital, dad. He's like, man, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right, son. Ain't nothing going to happen to you. Him giving me those words of affirmations did nothing but make me cry. As soon as he said, I wish I could be there for you. I don't want that to happen to you, son. I'm sorry. I love you. I just started bawling all over. I'm like, damn, man. I'm, I'm scared. I hope I don't die. Like, I'm saying I, I hope I don't die. Like, I'm trying to, like, whisper it because I didn't want them to, like, like, think I was going crazy or something. But I was panicking. I didn't have anxiety, but I was panicking. I'm like, man, I don't want to die. Like, I hope this is not it. Like, I'm, and I kept apologizing. Like, I mean, I didn't mean to get COVID again. I didn't mean to get COVID again. Like, it's like I'm in denial. Like, damn. Like, like I could have. Like, it's wrong. Like, I'm being punished for getting COVID again. Like, I'm feeling like I'm like being a burden to people because I have COVID again or whatever. I'm like, I didn't mean to get COVID again. Like, I love you, Dad. Like, I love everybody. Like, and then I called myself. I'm like, why am I, like, acting like I'm saying goodbyes and stuff? So I, like, wiped my tears. My mom called me. And then I started crying again. She's like, how long you been at the hospital? I'm like, Ma, I've been here since 7. It's, like, 11 o'clock now. It's, like, 11.56. It's been a couple hours. They haven't seen me yet, and I'm crying I was like, I don't feel good, blah, 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 blah. My mom being my mom, 
being her. It's like, hang up, let your phone charge, calm down. This lady calls the hospital and's like, yo, my son has asthma and he's been out there for f- four hours. And she's like, I know the lobby is empty. She's like, I know y'all call people in before him or whatever. And then soon, like, as soon as she got off the phone, she texted me. She's like, oh, they about to call, they about to call you back right now. I'm like, what? Like, how do you know? Then they were like, Mr. Hicks. Boy, that was the biggest sigh of relief ever. A short Asian guy, short Asian nurse, older nurse. Never seen a nurse that old, actually. Never seen a male nurse that old. Um, Walking back, he's like, yep. And then this lady took over. She's like, I'm going to take you to your room. And she's like, your mom called. I'm like, good. I've been out there since 716. Some, something like that. I don't know. It was around that time. 716. And she's like, your phone's dying? And I was like, yeah. She's like, you need an Apple charger? I was like, yeah. She's like, well, we don't have those. But she brought like a whole phone to my room and like sent my mom the phone number. My mom, like, as soon as she put the phone in the room, ring, 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 ring. My mom, hey, you got the room? I told you. I called them. Everything's fine now. Doctor gets to the room, examines me, checks my lungs, does all of this stuff, all of these tests. And he's like, "Um, yeah, this is just the symptoms of COVID. There's nothing to treat it. Nothing we can give you. Just take pain medication. Keep taking your asthma medication. All of this type of stuff. Just like, just take it. You know what I'm saying? Nothing we can do. We looked at your lungs. We listened to your lungs. It's nothing we can do about it. I'm like, bro, dang. I just waited here four hours. Got a $1,200 ER bill. That I have to pay now. Just for you to tell me it's nothing that you can do about it. Like you knew that. Like they knew that when I was coming in the hospital. Like they knew that when I said I had COVID. They knew that the, that's what was going to happen. He's like, yeah, just go home. Monitor your O2. Take your asthma medication, take pain minutes to, you know, subside the symptoms or whatever. I'm like, bro, I'm excited. I mean, that I got like a medical evaluation. He's like, you're not getting pneumonia or whatever. Your oxygen is at 98, 99 the pain and all of that type of stuff. It's just what you're going to experience. So I'm like excited that I'm not dying at this point. He's saying that I can walk out. So at that moment, I like, I'm like, okay, if he's saying I can walk out, then okay, fine. Fine. I can walk, I can walk out. If something happens to me, it's on him. I'm putting, his medical expertise to the test. I'm going to have faith. I'm going to walk out. Walk out. Get home. Take some asthma medication. And yeah, I'll take it day by day. That's been since 
last Thursday now. Today is October. Today is October 20th, Wednesday. Yeah, in that in that time, I've learned a lot. Like, I just sat back and thought, like, what happens when the person that cares needs caring, when the friend that cares needs caring, when the family member that cares needs caring? Like, I remember Drake said in one song, who's going to protect those that are protecting the block? Like, they need protection, too. Like, people that give the caring and the effort and all of that type of stuff. I was just sitting like, bro, dang, like, this is, (laughs) like, this is sad. You know, not on, like, depression type vibes, but it was just like, I wouldn't say I was making a list of who checked in on me or anything like that, but I was just like, dang, bro, the same, what I give to people, they wouldn't even give back to me, even if I was in an unknown, dire situation. Like, this was like a 50-50 type deal. Like, who knows what would have happened. It's a lot of people I ain't hear from. I'm not mad at anything. Just saying, if I give, if I put in the same energy that I give to them, I feel as if I would be, I'd be further. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would be, I'd be further. You know, like when you have a plant in your house and you water it, you don't have to water it every day. Because, like, a good environment for a plant, you water it, and then it'll, like, feed off the excess water. You're actually supposed to, like, sit plants in water and, what like, water them from the bottom up, basically, or whatever. They'll get it when they need it. Like, stop watering your plants and see which ones die. Like, stop like giving energy to people and see which one of your relationships die with people like if you don't give that energy to them you'll never hear from them again give that energy to yourself and you'll never disappoint yourself because you know your own expectations I know my own expectations I know what I want out of a person so if I just give that to myself then I could give that back to myself. Then I could give it back to myself. Like, I'm just sowing a seed into my own life, basically. That's, like, it just dawned on me in that moment. Like, bro, you can't be that person. Like, it's unhealthy. Like, you know what I'm saying? The the effort, time, and all of the, you know, things you do to cultivate relationships with people I'm not going to say utterly useless because I learned a lot from it, but utterly useless, honestly. Honestly. And I, like, kind of put my phone down for a little bit while I had COVID. I was going through it or whatever. Put my phone down. Um, Start doing research. Start learning again. I'm always learning, but, like, I've been working on a project for a while. 
um, a new business venture. And I actually like, I was having a conversation with my friend who's, um, he's a designer and like he said something and I just went right into designing something for him. And like as designing something for him, like immediately all like creative juices just came to my head. Pause. Um, and I came out with three like designs in like a couple minutes and perfected them in a couple minutes. And I shocked myself. Like if I put the effort that I give to people inside of myself, this is what could happen. Like, this is what could happen. Yeah, and it just shocked me. I was like, I've been procrastinating on doing this, and I just knocked it out like that, like, positive. I hate the word energy and vibes, but, like, positive energy and vibes, man. That's what happened, like, and I just knocked it out, bro. And this is supposed to be a short podcast episode. It's not going to be long. I'm almost finished. I just wanted to, like, share, like, the experience and, like, what I've got out of it. And, like, just, like, living life with no regrets. No regrets. You know, a little commercial. Should have had a Milky Way. Living life with no regrets. Um, yeah, because it was pretty scary. I'm not going to lie. So, like, I understand, like... That's why I've always taken it serious for one, because I've never wanted to like give someone it and it cost them a family, their life or a family member's life or something like that. I've never wanted that ever. Like I've never wanted that. So like. I've always been cautious, but like yeah, you take a step when you're actually living in it, you're like, dang, like it could go that quick, like things could change that quick. And like, look at what you're leaving behind. Like, do you have like a a legacy or mark in life? Like, people are going to forget you. Literally, they're going to forget you. You're no one. You're no one. People aren't going to hold their life to grieve you. Especially when you have like you haven't done anything. I'm not saying, like, rush and, like, try to move too fast, but it's, like, there's some things that I could be doing right now that'll help benefit my life right now, have more fun. Just cut off bad people, cut off negative people. Like, just do things that benefit me. Like, I've I've always wondered how people are selfish. Now I kind of see, like, how people choose to be selfish. I'm a good person. Like, I'm a wholehearted, good, giving person. Man, I will give a meal I just got to um, a homeless person. Clothes, anything. I see him struggling. I always ask him, like, yo, I'm going to give you this if, I mean, if you're faking this on, it's between you and God, bro. But I'm going to give you this with the heart that you're really struggling and you really need this. Honestly, I do that type of stuff. So, but being selfish is something I feel like people should exercise sometimes. Sometimes. I feel like it's like a, Yin yang type vibe. 
selfishness and the spirit of giving, you know, should balance out, you know. But I've never had like a selfish bone in my body, so I'm like new to this. I'm like new to putting myself first, things that I want first. I'm new to all of it. I'm new to it. Like, um, I've never been that type of person, but it did show me like, bro, you could, you could, you could do it. Like hearing people say like, you have potential for this. You can do that. You can do this. Just be consistent. You don't see it until it's like stripped from you or you take a step back and like, Thinking about everything I started thinking about everything Like childhood memories Just everything In the moment when I was like Yo this could get ugly quick Like at the hospital Like yo this could get ugly Being at home Checking my oxygen every hour Like taking asthma medication I'm like bro I'm grateful Like I'm glad I'm a person that got to tell the story Like I made it out I mean I'm like a week out now I'm I'm still not 100% out of the woods, but, you know, um, I I got tested today. It was negative. So I'm not contagious anymore, but, like, you know, the effects of it still lingering. But, like, I made it out, bro. Like, I can, like, this is like a new life. Honestly, that's how I'm looking at it as. Like, it's like a new life. Like, I get a second chance to, like, redo things. Because if I, if, it, if everything would have stopped at that point, it's like, bro, What? Nothing That's what I was I was saying to my dad And I was kind of like I'm like I haven't done anything I haven't got to do anything yet That's on me Like I gotta be a little bit more selfish Like I see Why my dad Acts the way he acts Or my mom acts the way she acts Or adults do Or like, you know Just people who've, who've been through things Um, You gotta be selfish sometimes I remember I was thinking about the moment me and my brother was talking about this. I remember when we first got a Salt Life t-shirt. Like, it meant the world to me to get a Salt Life t-shirt. Um, a group of friends that I had, me and my brother Willie, uh, Rashawn, Tori, Shannon, Akaya, and Charles, and their little brothers. We would like, for some reason, we got super, super infatuated with fishing. It came out of nowhere. Like, it just came out of nowhere one summer. Just really infatuated with fishing. It was like a few thrift stores in Belton in the area that we lived in. We walked to them. We didn't have a car. We had a go-kart, but it, the chain kept popping. Um, at that point, I think our bikes were broken. And I don't think our parents would have bought us new bikes. They would have been like, y'all are too old. I think we were like 11th, 12th grade at the time. We were just outdoor people. So we walked to the thrift stores. Walk all the way to the thrift stores just to find used fishing poles. Then we went on Google Maps, zoomed in till we found a body of water. And one day we stumbled upon the Callahan Pond. And yeah, like we watched Scott Scott Martin fishing videos. Like just that's where my love for fishing comes from. I mean, honestly, I've always wanted to fish when I was little. My granddad was a fisher. I grew up on like Okeechobee. Like I've always been interested in it. I just never did it. Like I didn't know how to. But then I taught myself. 
Um, but like, yeah, so when we got our first Salt Life shirt, bro, that meant the world to me. Like, I don't know why. It just me it meant a lot to me. Like it was so cool to like see a YouTuber wearing a shirt and like me go get it. And I got like the the exact shirt that he was wearing in the video. Like it was a white shirt, had a yellow and blue uh um salt water fish on the back, had salt life on the front. The little cigarette pocket at the front, a thick shirt, you know, not one like those flimsy shirts. Like it meant a lot to me. Like I cherished that shirt. I had to like beg almost to get the shirt. Honestly, I had to beg to get the shirt. But yeah, I was thinking about stuff like that, but like little moments and stuff. Like I want to create more moments of like things. And then ironically, I was going through my family's pictures because I have them in my house right now. Um, I had to go pick them up, pick them up from my mom's storage. Um, she recently moved out of the state, um, so I had to get like her last few things, and our family pictures are in there. And I was just going through it. I'm like, bro, we don't have any updated pictures. Like, people don't do like family, um, photographs no more. And like, what is it called? The little books. My memory is bad right now. Um, the little scrapbooks, I guess, like the photo books. Um, people don't do those no more. Like everything's on the phone, but like, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of cool. Like it's like a cute thing, quote unquote, to have like your family pictures to like show people. Like, I feel like it's like a talking, like I want to get to a point in life where I have people over in my great room or whatever, my son room. And we're like laughing about my pictures, like my college pictures, my professional life, going out with friends. Like, yeah, like it's on the phone, but like I want it like, you know, like I'm going to be laughing. Eating like charcuterie, laughing at my baby pictures and my high school pictures and stuff like that i've been trying to like find pictures of me from high school i'm trying to like find the lady that took my senior year basketball pictures and stuff like i'm trying to get all of those pictures back like um i know lauren mcgonagall's mom she had this website called like mama mcgonagall and she would like take pictures of all of us but like i tried to find a website i could not find it um if someone know her, you know, reach out to her, get it like, you know, hit me up. I'm trying to get in contact. I'm trying to create like a, a, a scrapbook of things, a completion, if you will, of just memories. Like I want to create new ones as well too. Like it did teach me a lot. Like I learned a lot in a good way, definitely in a good way. It wasn't sad and somber as I thought it was going to be. Um, but it, I have a newfound love and appreciation for myself, number one, and for family and life and people and adventures and things like that. Definitely. Definitely. It definitely opened my eyes a lot Um, as far as even my career, what I want to do. Like, you get one shot at this thing. If y'all didn't hear anything else from this... You get one shot at this thing. All you get is one shot. 
You get one shot, bro. This is story mode. We in story mode, not creative. This is story mode. You get one shot at this life. So make it worth the risk. Like I said in previous podcast episodes, one out of a billion chances or however many hundred million that you got birth, you have to fight. You had to fight to get born. So it's just like, why not try to live the best life? You know, hug somebody, tell them you love them, love yourself, hug yourself, appreciate yourself. Wake up in the morning, tell yourself that you love yourself, you are accomplished, you're going to accomplish goals. Get like a, a planner or like, you know, a little personal planner or whatever and write some stuff down. Um, plan things out. If you don't want to have goal, like deadlines or whatever, don't do deadlines or whatever. But... Um, plan things out, write it down, try to accomplish something. Try to accomplish something. Try to do something, try to change something, change your lifestyle. Live life to the fullest. Life is a highway. I'm going to ride it all night long. It's a marathon, not a sprint. On that note, podcast, broadcast, man, it's been great talking to y'all. Good episode, like I said. It actually ended up being like a normal length episode. I just kept rambling and I just kept talking. Um, Ended up being a long episode, just like usual. But it was great talking to y'all. Uh, I'm glad of the support. Um, Saw a classmate at the festival that I potentially got COVID from. Um, Justin, shout out to Justin Carey. Um, he told me he listened to the podcast, bro. So when I see like the thousand downloads, I get an episode or whatever. I don't know who you are, but like, I know that's like a lot of people. And when I hear someone tell me in person and it's someone that I know or don't know, bro, it just gives me so much like joy. You don't even know. Like I was trying to like hold back like the smile and the smirk on my face, like the appreciation. I just kept saying, bro, I appreciate you. You don't even know. Like I appreciate you, Justin. I appreciate everybody who checks it out, listens to me. Um, I appreciate it. Um, Nick BG. Busy, Ike, you know, everybody who just sit down and listen, Joe, my brother, just everybody, man, twins, new friends, I just appreciate it, man, but that's it, until next time, podcast Podcast broadcast, broadcast, man. man.